0: 9999 plays the 70s till now. And we also know how frustrating not knowing the artist you just heard. So we came up with some genius ideas. Check out songs recently played and streaming live online.
1: SquareTri9.com.au
0: There's nothing quite like the feel of freshly cut grass under your feet, especially when it's been cut by a quality roller mower own the finest lawns in your neighbourhood. If you're passionate about your lawns, so are we at Sydney Roller Mower Centre in Seven Hills. We specialise in selling, maintaining, refurbishing and servicing all roller, reel and cylinder mowers. And we sharpen cylinder and bottom blades. So talk to Sydney's number one roller mower specialist, Sydney Roller Mower Centre, Unit 3 8 Artisan Road, Seven Hills or find us on Facebook, station sponsor.
1: And the winner is Woodcroft Quality Meats. Woodcroft Quality Meats raffle trays are a real crowd pleaser. It's no wonder they're multiple regional and New South Wales Sausage King winners. They've been supplying meat raffle trays to local pubs and clubs for over 25 years. Sporting clubs and local groups love their trays too. With trays starting at just $20, talk to them about raffle trays for your local club. Visit Woodcroft Quality Meats at Shop 18 Woodcroft Plaza to find out more. Station sponsor.
2: This Australia Day at soir, we're going all Oz, all day. Then the Aussie music continues when we go live from Blacktown Council's free concert at the Rudy Hill. Choir Boys. Shannon Noll.
3: Dragon.
2: And direct to your radio, there'll be food trucks and stalls plus free amusement rides for the kids. Gates open at four. All Oz, all day. This Australia Day with Choir Boys, Shannon Noll and Dragon. Live from the Rudy Hill, only on SWA. SWA 999,
0: Sydney's West. News now.
4: I'm Emily O'Brien. Five people are being tested for the coronavirus in New South Wales, two more in Queensland. Eleven people have been cleared of the disease across both states. Chinese media is reporting the death toll from the deadly virus has risen from 26 to 41. The virus has now spread to Europe with three cases confirmed in France. The families of three Americans killed in a plane crash while fighting fires in New South Wales have begun arriving in Australia. Nat Wallace is at Sydney Airport.
0: Captain E. McBear, First Officer Paul Hudson and Flight Engineer Rick DeMorgan Jr. were on a firebombing operation on Thursday when their C-130 air tanker crashed. It went down shortly after releasing retardant over a blaze near Cooma. Investigators from the Australian Transport Safety Bureau have recovered the plane's black box. Families of the men have arrived at Sydney Airport. One woman sobbing into her hands as she was helped by federal police officers and consular officials. At Sydney Airport, Nat Wallace, 9 News.
4: The body of a man has been found inside a burnt out home on the New South Wales South Coast. It brings the death toll in the state to 25 this bushfire season and 33 people nationally. The victim is believed to be a 59 year old Bodala resident. The Pentagon says 34 U.S. troops suffered traumatic brain injuries in the Iranian missile strike on an Iraqi air base earlier this month. The Trump administration initially said the attack had not killed or injured any American service members. As reporter David Martin explains, it often takes more time for symptoms like this to materialise. Another factor here is that the reporting system for traumatic brain injury or concussions is just uh, not the same as it is for physical injuries. At least 18 people have been killed and more than 500 others injured in a 6.8 magnitude earthquake in eastern Turkey. Officials say about 30 are trapped in the wreckage of toppled buildings. Rescue crews are working to pull people to safety. The country's military is on standby. The Indigenous Affairs Minister is not in favour of changing the date of Australia Day. Ken Wyatt has told nine newspapers Australia's dark beginnings must be recognised but not overshadow celebrations of the multicultural nation it has become. Briefly, a 43-year-old man is fighting for life after he was stabbed a number of times in Melbourne's north and an unexpected jobs boom has reduced the likelihood of emergency interest rate cuts. In sport, Roger Federer has defeated Aussie John Millman in a four-hour, five-set thriller at the Australian Open, while American teenager Coco Gauff upset reigning champion Naomi Osaka in straight sets.
0: Now I'm more playing, just having fun and winning is a cherry on top.
4: World number 2, Karolina Pliskova, is on court in the first set of her third-round clash. In the Big Bash, Hobart Bowler Darcy Short has taken five wickets in the Hurricanes' 57-run victory over the Sydney Thunder. The Sydney Kings have defeated the Illawarra Hawks to secure a spot in the NBL finals and wins in the A-League to Sydney FC. That's the latest news in sport.
0: Swar so plays the 70s till now while you work in local shows for the
4: whole community. Swar so Triple Nine.
2: And welcome to The Community Show with Steve and KP KP, how are you? I'm good. I hope my voice lasts tonight for the show, but, yeah, I'm good. On the show today, KP, will be speaking to Stephen Shah and also Associate Professor Kate Burberry. She's a consultant haematologist at the Sir Peter MacCallum Cancer Centre in Melbourne. Uh, we'll be speaking to them about a fundraiser on rare blood cancers. Before that, though, let's have some music and David Bowie and Sorrow on Swire Triple Nine.
3: too long blonde hair and your eyes are blue The only thing I ever got from you was Sorrow Sorrow Spend my money, get out there playing your high-class games of sorrow, sorrow. You never did what you know you ought to. Something tells me you're the devil's daughter.
1: This show is made possible thanks to a grant from Sydney Water. The community show is made possible thanks to a grant from Sydney
0: Water. This is SWA 999 Sydney's West.
5: My first customer was Megan. She came in for a hamburger with a lot. No me. Hey, that's a salad roll, I said, and we started going out The second customer was Susan, she came in for diet Pepsi, morning tea Each day, and I said, you don't need to be on a diet you want to come out tonight I said, I'll bring gringo, he's got a lot of money and he'll take us they got a few, they'll buy those beers They give it to you in bottles and we lemon land them on the top And it don't taste too bad, I'm telling you I'm telling you oh, 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 My good customer was Maria She came in for hot chips and sauce More sauce? She said, I said, now you're talking And she took me home to meet her mother What customer was Sandy She came in for Nothing I could see Except me So it was I too Was eating a hamburger of sorts within an hour but I made
2: I make hamburgers SWAT triple nine Sydney's West and the community show with Steve and KP rare blood cancers are something that a little a lot more research has to be done on to help sufferers and their families carers and also as little as as little was known about them as few as 15 years ago to raise awareness uh, they're attempting a cycling challenge covering 20,000 Ks in under 200 days. To tell us about it. We've got Stephen Shah in the, in the studio and also Kate Burberry, Consultant, consultant Hematologist and Associate Professor at the Sir Peter Macallan Cancer Centre in Melbourne. She's on the line. Hi, guys. How are you? Hi. Very good. Uh, Kate, uh, what is an MPN? and approximately how many people in Australia have these conditions?
0: Uh, so Stephen, I suppose the simplest way to describe an MPN or a myeloproliferative disorder, it's a blood disorder where the marrow or blood making factory just produces too many blood cells. And although blood cells are vitally important, this overproduction can create problems in terms of blood flow through our plumbing systems and symptoms. So leaving the marrow unchecked becomes problematic and potentially life-threatening for patients um, and although it's considered a rare disease you know approximately six to seven hundred people in Australia are diagnosed every year and because it is a chronic disease and they live with it lifelong the actual number of people that are diagnosed with MPNs is growing all the time and perhaps more importantly it used to be seen largely in older patients yep. median age over 65 but in fact more and more I'm diagnosing people in their 20s and 30s and that's really important
2: Um, Are these conditions treatable?
0: Well, that's been the toughest challenge and it's largely been through two reasons. One, I think there was a lot unknown in terms of how the disease was caused and the biology that underpinned it. And so treatments to date have largely been what we call supportive rather than definitive uh, in terms of their strategies. But we're understanding more and more now and that's why efforts such as Stevens are so important because these sort of investments that we can build back into the research and science, we can actually determine uh, more definitive and targeted treatments for these people.
2: Yep. Um, I understand these can lead to really serious diseases as well or illnesses. Is this always the case?
0: Not always the case. I think the important thing to um, recognise is the challenge for people that live with MPN. And and that really underpins the burden uh, of symptoms. So the best way I can describe it is the spectrum of symptoms are akin to what we, a lot of people affectionately call a chronic fatigue syndrome. Uh, And they have a huge impact on people's ability to function, both personally, professionally and socially. But also these patients are now captured medically lifelong and often say people don't want to meet me professionally. It requires regular blood tests, procedures, doctor's visits. It's really disruptive for both the patient their families, their workplace and all of these things impact people psychologically, functionally and financially. So the impact on the patients in terms of that symptom burden is quite profound. It can also lead to quite life-threatening things such as clots and bleeding and even at a later date, leukaemia transformation. So at any stage during their illness, patients are captured medically and require some sort of therapy. So really what we need is disease-directed therapy so we can turn it off at an earlier
2: stage and allow these people to lead normal lives. Yeah, Um, if I can ask you Stephen, um, what um, illness of these do you suffer from and uh, what symptoms are they? Um, uh, Yeah, uh, it's called myelofibrosis
6: um, and it uh, has a range of symptoms. Kate's already mentioned um, Probably the thing that is most notable, and that's the fatigue. Yeah, um, and it is um, it is very hard to 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 uh, to live with. But there are other symptoms. There's a great deal. I was I was telling you earlier. I suffer from uh, sleep deprivation in a big way. Yeah, um, and it's from like re- restless leg syndrome that wakes me up every one to two hours, and so I, I get very little sleep. And I, I'm not quite sure. Kate might be able to help there, but it might be caused by problems with my kidneys. Um, um, the restless leg syndrome, but it's, it's certainly been something that's been with me for quite a long time. But I've had a range of different symptoms over the, the whole journey, which is yep. now um, uh, just over three years or so getting closer to four. And, um, you know, there's been uh, some terrible things like bleeding, uh, uh, bone pain, joint pain. Wow. Um, I've had two trans ischemic attacks, uh, 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 which are, are basically minor brain strokes. Yep. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's a lot to deal with.
2: And uh, Kate, um, not long, uh, sorry, what? not a lot was known about these conditions until recently. Why was this the case?
0: Well, I think it highlights a couple of things. Um, one, the challenge of uh, unravelling the complexity of what happens in the human body, to be honest, and these are finely tuned protective pathways. So it takes a lot of effort and investment in basic science and then translational research and then clinical trials to demonstrate those impacts. But I think also it highlights what happens in rare diseases where there is a stretched focus or resources in science. And so that's why efforts such as Stevens are so important by raising awareness uh, and uh, people's understanding of how important it is to invest in this space. And so what's happened more recently is we have had a greater effort to try and understand disease biology. And we now understand a lot more about what we call the genetic landscape underpinning myeloproliferative disorders and by that we can then start to develop more targeted therapies to truly impact disease rather than just band-aiding symptoms such as the symptoms that Stephen has alluded to. Yep. So I think the future is certainly brighter and efforts such as Stephen's are going to go a long way uh, in terms of progress in this space.
2: Yeah uh, thanks for your time Kate we better let you go because we understand you're uh, at a clinic today or um, holding appointments
0: Yeah, that's great, Stephen. But thanks for everyone's efforts
2: and uh, raising awareness. It's really important. Thank you. Uh, Coming up soon, we're going to talk about the MPN Patients Forum. It's where uh, sufferers of these illnesses can lean on each other for support. That's after Imagine Dragons and Bad Liar on SWIR 999.
3: My dearest
2: Imagine Dragons, Bad Liar, SWR 999, Sydney's West. Yeah, I can't do that either. Uh, On the show today, on the community show, we're talking to Stephen Shah about rare blood uh, cancers and a fundraiser uh, where there's a cycling challenge uh, covering 20,000 kilometres in under 200 days. Um, Stephen, uh, back to where what we were talking about earlier, what are the other conditions that can stem from these, um, from these cancers because I understand they can uh, lead to other illnesses? That's correct, Stephen. There's,
6: there's, um, there's a couple of them. They're a bit long-winded. One of them's called essential thrombocythemia. We call ET for, for obvious reasons. Yep. Uh, Another is called polycythema vera. Uh, and myelofibrosis, which is the one I have, Poly- polycytoma sorry We call PV just to make it easier. Wow. And myelofibrosis, we call um, MF just for you know the sake of of, of making it easier. But yeah. Um, so with the first two, they may or may not um, progress, as Kate was alluding to earlier. Um, but it's like ten to fifteen percent of people, I think, roughly, with ET or PV may develop myelofibrosis. Um, and people with myelofibrosis it's about 20% of those people such as myself may develop another uh, more serious illness which is called acute myeloid leukemia Um, and once you get to that stage it's very hard to manage um, with medication any longer and the, the only real curable option at present is a stem cell transplant and they're about 50-50 as far as whether or not they they should have been called the Goldilocks cure because everything, all the variables have to be just right.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, approximately how many people in Australia have these conditions? Yeah, well, that's part of the reason I'm here, Stephen, There's,
6: um that we don't really know the exact number, and the reason we don't is because the research has yet to be really fully funded and done. You know, yeah. there's been some small studies that have indicated some numbers, but as Kate alluded to earlier, you know, there's six to seven hundred people a year being diagnosed. And if you if you use the statistics in America and Europe, uh, which suggest that for myelofibrosis it's between 0.5 and 1.5 people per hundred thousand, and you apply that to our population of 25 and a half million then you come out with a figure somewhere between 25 to 38,000 people in Australia might be affected with an MPN. And a lot of those people wouldn't know they have it because it's something you can have for a long time in your system and you don't know it's
2: there. Wow. Um, because not a lot is known about them, it also might be beneficial for people with these diseases to lean on each other for help and support. Uh, tell us about the MPN forum, uh, Patients Forum website.
6: Yeah, sure. The NPM the Mates Forum um, was basically, wasn't entirely my idea because um, when I was first diagnosed about three and a half years ago, um, I there wasn't really anything in Australia. There wasn't any website. Um, you know, we had a, a couple of people who had an email list, uh, and the Leukemia Foundation were putting out some some general literature. But that's all there was. And I found online uh, in the UK a patients forum, and and become part of that forum. Became yep. part of that forum, and and realised how invaluable it was to everybody that's on it over there. There's about five thousand people on that uh, forum over there, and with the help of them, I. Built this forum for uh, basically for Australians because it's um it's such a great help because when doctors don't know much about these conditions in fact I I've had three GPs and the one I have now um, you know uh, didn't know much about these conditions either um, so when patients can speak to each other and at least realise that they're not going crazy that they do indeed have a very serious illness yeah um, then it really is beneficial
2: yep. yeah yes uh, is it for those just in Australia or worldwide well, it's on the World Wide Web, so I suppose it's for everybody, but yeah. it's, it's particularly for
6: Australians so that we have our own forum here in Australia um, so that, you know, we can interact here and, and that's happening, you know, right now. And that's, yeah. that was one of the big reasons for, the, uh, for having the, the, the website at all at npmmate.com. Yep.
2: Yeah. Um, and there's other forums um, around the place that you can get help from as well? There are. There's um in, in all over the world. Uh, there are
6: many different forums. However, um, not all of them speak English, uh, so it's probably important yeah. to remember. But we're yes. we're connected to them, and on our website, there's an MPM services menu where you can go to and you can click on those live links and to visit those other places in the world. Yep. Yeah. Um. What sorts of things might be discussed there? Uh, a range of things, um, how to deal with um, conditions. One of the, uh, the the really irritating conditions that a lot of people start out with is a thing called pruritus. I don't know if you've heard of that, but it, what it means is that you're just, you've are just you got an itch you can't scratch and get rid of. Okay. And so it becomes very annoying. Yeah. Um, and so there's a, a variety of different ways people handle that. Another thing is things like mouth ulcers or leg ulcers uh, that develop because of sometimes the medications that we're taking because they are so toxic, yeah. you know.
2: Yeah, um, and is the website free to join or the forum? Oh,
6: absolutely! It's free to everyone that needs to uh, to come online and discuss it and discuss aspects of having uh, um, um, you know one of these conditions. It's very much in many cases considered to be a bit of an invisible illness because, like you know, as you saw you know when you first looked at me, you probably yeah. didn't think I oh, look all that ill, and and <clears throat> you know in many ways i'm not you know for all intents and purposes a lot of people would think that i look fine and and that, but that's not the case from my side of it you know yeah. so so that's another good reason why it's good for people there've been doctors tell their patients that they need to see a psychiatrist because there's nothing wrong with them wow so, you know.
2: Yeah. Um, on the show soon, we're going to talk about the fundraiser you're doing, a bicycle challenge, 200,000 kilometres in under 200 days. It just sounds scary just thinking about it. It's a long way. It um,
6: is. And it, it's a lot of work. And it's remarkable from my perspective because I, I wasn't a cyclist before this all started. Um, so I've only been riding a, a, a cycle now for for about three years. But um, they tell me that, you know, you've got to be riding for three years before you see any improvement. So hopefully I'm seeing that. Yep. I've ridden about 12,000 kilometres in the last 12 months.
2: Yep, Uh, coming up soon, yeah, we'll talk about that fundraiser. Also, uh, where people can donate and get more information about uh, uh, blood cancers and how else they might help. This one's by Jimmy Barnes, no second prize on SWAT999, Sydney's West. Oh yeah, Jimmy Barnes, there ain't no second prize on the community show on SWAT999, Sydney's West. You're listening to Steve and KP, also Stephen Shah, talking about uh, red blood cancers and a fundraiser they're doing to raise awareness, uh, a cycling challenge uh, tackling 200... uh, 20,000 kilometres, sorry, <laughs> in down to 200 k- days. It's a long way.
7: Yes. Yeah, Stephen, I wanted to ask you on that last talk you were doing about symptoms, how would a general public out there that's listening know to uh, be aware of something unusual in there? Like, you mentioned sure. a niche. I mean, yeah. I get that all the time, but I don't think I've got what you've got, hopefully. But little well, things like that and symptoms, how would they go about finding
6: out that yeah. they're okay? I understand the, the question, KP, yeah, yeah. Thanks. One, one of the things is a lot of the symptoms that um, you know may be part of this condition can be part of so many other conditions yeah. as well. So it makes it really difficult. And you'd, you'd need to know it, it's kind of a sneaky condition, the way that it, it kind of creeps up on you. So like now today, with you know three and a half years after diagnosis, I can see with 2020 vision that that you know that I had conditions that were with me much, much earlier, maybe 15 years earlier, that I wasn't aware that I was suffering from this condition. I happen to have very poor veins, so I couldn't get um, proper blood tests done as regularly as perhaps other people can. And that's really how you find out. If you you at all... Wondering if you've got one of these conditions, you just go to your GP and you ask to have what's called a a full blood count or an FBC uh, taken, and that will indicate. And it w- it will only indicate. It may not, um, you know, you know, say definitely that you have one of these conditions, but it may lead to other um, other uh, you know uh, tests being needed to be done. However. Those blood tests will will indicate what the you know what your red blood cells are doing, your white blood cells, your platelets, and other minerals and and uh, you know things like cholesterol and and so forth. And and from that, um, you know, a doctor will have a bit of an idea that you might need to see a specialist. Yeah, it brings me the point quickly too. Mm. You mentioned off there about the
7: lifespan. Now uh, you said you were diagnosed three years ago. Yeah. Now, can the doctors tell you when it first occurred in the system? Do, can I get back enough blood tests? to say, well, this is when you had it and then you've got a timeline?
6: Well, that's the, that's the real difficulty, <laughs> especially in Australia, because that's one of the reasons why, again, why we're doing this, um, uh, you know, this, this Cycling fundraiser, hopefully, you know, um, because it's going to take six months and that will really help to drive it. But the, the, the thing is, is that you can have one of these conditions for 15 or 20 years and not really know about yeah. it, you know, yeah. um, because your body's kind of growing with the condition. In my case, it's developed to what's called myelofibrosis which is becoming a bit more um, severe and, you know, it, it could move on to acute myeloid leukemia. According to myelofibrosis, uh, the general general stats are that, uh, you know, five to seven years. Um, However, it really depends on how an individual looks after themselves. I I specifically have what's called an anti-inflammatory diet, one that I strictly adhere to, and the exercise that I do all helps to keep the inflammation levels down. It's helped me to also reduce my weight, which has also made, you know, generally things better, and hopefully all of these things have have helped me to... um, uh, have a, a better response and and will increase my longevity.
7: I think I'll get the recipes off you for that for that <laughs> because
6: <laughs> I stopped anti-inflammatories years ago yeah. for the
7: stomach thing. But uh, yeah, I'm determined to do it. Um, I mean, you read you read about it miracles or people that get severe cancer mm. and what's the first thing they do? They change their diet and then it, it can Inflammation. work. Yeah. And no, it's, I presume lots of. Healthy vegetables, all that stuff sort of But yeah. we can discuss that off air later. Sure. So I'll get the recipes off you for I'm interesting. <laughs> and that's Steve, back to you. Okay.
2: I, I might. Oh, Steven. <laughs> I might let you. Jimmy Stevens here. I might <laughs> let you get the recipes off him now, KP, because <laughs> um, we'll go to a song, and then we'll talk about this cycling challenge that we've been Sounds talking good. about the whole show. That's right. <laughs> this one's from Tony Childs on SWAT 999. i got a.
8: This man I married is buried deep, and the more I try to wake him, the more he sleeps. I used to think I knew this man, tenderness, not the back of his hand. It's been two weeks since he last had a drink, but the time bomb's ticking. And never speak it would be easier if he did why do i stay here stay with I keep coming back for the shame, dear God, give me the strength to leave, I've got to keep going, keep going this time. back with his pickup truck Jenny's fallen asleep again I've got
1: Community show is made possible thanks to a grant from Sydney Water.
2: And you are listening to The Community Show with Steve KP and uh, Stephen Shah in the studio also going through until 1 o'clock this afternoon uh, talking about the cycling challenge tw- uh, 20,000 kilometres km- 20, in under 200 days. I keep on getting that wrong. We'll get to that shortly. <laughs> I think he's to tell me something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Stephen, we are talking about the forum um, the forums, the NPM forums earlier, is the forum the me- best method to discuss um, issues around uh, your illnesses that you have? Thanks Stephen, yeah look for people with an MPN, I-, I
6: really do believe it is, for me it was essential when I first found it in the UK and Um, There's a couple of, just to give an example, you know, to have one of these conditions and for doctors not to be able to really tell people as much about them as they might like to hear, um, I have, there's two of our forum members um, who um, uh, prior to the mates forum um, coming into existence had not spoken with another person in Australia that had an MPN for 16 years. 16 years. 16 so years. So the they were going time term. to be isolated alone with this sort of condition. So you know, it's really important to be able to talk to other people that know about you know and and share their experiences, share the journey of having the MPN, the myeloproliferative neoplasm. So they were going it alone for that time. Yeah, and that's that's really hard, and especially you know when you've got doctors that don't know what it is and you know and you, you have to find it's another really important thing I think is and this is what one of the, one of the topics that we've got on the website is uh, on the mates forum is the importance of having the right um, doctor yep. so you've got to feel like they know what they're talking about um, and doctor google searching doctor google is a really bad idea yeah um, it, but while the forum is very good um, and it helps all of us Deal with these conditions. It should not ever be used to replace, um, you know, the the bona fide medical advice which we do have on the website. But but that comes from um, patients' medical practitioners. That's very important that they stick to what their doctors are telling them. Yeah, very yep. good just, advice. Just
7: a quick one, Stephen. We, sure. we touched we touched base with a uh, we're talking about diagnosis, and you said off here before that uh, a lot of people get referred to a psychiatrist. Now oh, people well, are a bit worried about that. Maybe they should go, like you're saying, get a full blood test, and maybe, I
6: mean, just they think they're going to go around a twist, but they're really not. Well, this is the thing, because because of the the, the range of symptoms that you can suffer from. Um, and, you know, and you don't understand why you suddenly feel the way that you do. Like, you know, I, I often suffer from a, a type of nausea that is is just kind of lingering. And, you know, it's not like I'm going to be bilious or anything, but it just kind of stays with yeah. me. And on those days, I feel really ill. But, you know, I don't look ill to anybody else. Yeah. And so if I went and saw a doctor and said, look, you know, I'm feeling really sick. I don't know why. And he said, well, you look all right. You look fine to me, you know. Um, so, you know, and when people keep going back to their doctors and saying, look, there's something really wrong and I don't know what it is, you know. And so sometimes they think, you know, these doctors just um, have very little patience and they just say, look, you know, maybe you need to see a psychiatrist and that's really bad advice. Yeah, because <laughs> we we didn't touch on it in the last mm, talk,
7: mm. talk break, but yeah. all the talk. So, yeah, yeah now we're going to go on with the, uh, this, the, the good bit. Oh, the good <laughs> bit, yeah. Excellent.
2: As we have been talking about, you're doing this fundraiser uh, Twenty thousand kilometres in under two hundred days. Tell us all about it now. All right. Okay. Look, well, it, you know, I, Stephen, I would have loved to do two hundred thousand kilometres,
6: <laughs> but it's um, it's a bit beyond me. I'm. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm. I'm not sure twenty thousand isn't beyond me, but sorry, you know, I, I just tacked on heaps more. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It, it, in practice, I, I, I have already cycled around 12,000 kilometers in the last year and, and I generally ride between, in, in preparation, three to 400 kilometers per week. Um, and I try and get some good hills in there because it's all very important to be able to do that. But, you know, it, to do that and, and go around Australia means that it's going to take about six months. And so I, I have actually now applied to make, uh, you know, uh, mpn matecom a registered charity. Um, and, and basically um, we're, we're going... Cycling for a Cure is going to go in every state and territory is the idea Uh, and over that six months uh, hopefully we'll create a lot more awareness uh, and and help to raise the funds and uh, people can get sponsorships um, via the website, all sponsorships will be directly through me Um, but there's a range of sponsorships, you've got gold, silver and bronze. Um, and there's, if you just want to donate uh, to either the research or to the ride, because there's two aspects. Yep. The first part is the ride, and that which is, you know, I've got to fund the ride, and that means I have to be able to have a vehicle, a motorhome Following me around, so I've got somewhere to sleep and rest yes. and, and gain sustenance. Uh, and there's a lot of places out there where there's nothing. There's no roadhouses. You've got a couple of hundred, you know, three or four hundred sometimes uh, kilometres between places. Yeah. Um, so it's really important. So to fund the ride, um, you can just donate by clicking on the big red button uh, on the website. If you want to fund the research and uh, or, or become a sponsor, then send me an email and and from the website and uh, and basically you can go that way.
2: Yeah. Uh, you're accepting donations, as you said, for this. Uh, what's the money going towards the uh, motorhome? Uh, yeah. Well, the, for the donation to the ride,
6: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it's got to be, It's that's the only way I can do the ride. Yeah. You know, so it's very important. Um, th- however, the rest of the money is going towards the research, you know, so that we can actually get the research done to, yes. to you know, to, to get the, uh, you know, better options for for. Um, uh, the medicines and treatments. Um, and hopefully someday, you know, hopefully a cure. You know, ideally, I'd like to see an annual event that comes out of this into the future that, you know, we can keep going with it and, um, you know, keep funding going. But the, uh, in the event, if there was, uh, if there's any reason why I, I develop an illness or I can't finish the ride or anything along those lines, then I've given a pledge undertaking on the website that the monies that are raised just go directly to Peter Mack for the research. Yep. Minus nothing. Yeah, so that'll just go to them. All donations um, um, to, uh, of two dollars or more are tax deductible, um, and so that hopefully will sort of cover most of the points that you need. Know, you, yep. You, 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 you can. Sorry, you were pointing to something, KP. Oh, your web, your email. If people wanted to. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your email that. is Stephen S T E V E N at M P N hyphen mate mate.com so Stephen at mpn-mate.com uh, and you just send that to me and you can you can see the the sponsorships on on
2: the website and any questions just come back to me and i'll sort it out from there and uh where can people go for more information about this and how else can they help there's lots of
6: ways they can help there, there is a um a, a shop on the website mpn uh, um, mate shop uh, and where they can either um Obtain one of these beautiful jerseys that I'm donning today, as you can see. Yeah. Um, uh, and there's a size chart there. Um, the the short sleeve ones are, are available. There's long sleeve. There's bib shorts. Yeah. Uh, there's one of these lovely little dinky hats that I've got on. <laughs> and <laughs> that's all not for profit as all well. All not for profit. All to go towards this research. Yep. Yeah. And uh, where can they go for more information? Oh, the website's the best place. Um, so if they just go to mpn-mate.com, yep, uh, and they can just go through the whole website, they'll find everything they need. If people do have a condition, um, there's plenty of bona fide uh, medically provided information on all of these three conditions, yes, uh, and where they can, you know, learn as much as possible, learn more about the symptoms, learn more about the treatments that are available, yeah, uh, and and also learn that there there is hope. And, the, and that you're not necessarily, the most important thing is you're definitely not alone and you'll find plenty of support on the website. Yep. Um, when do you plan to start this um, ride? A magnificent ride, <laughs> yes, it, it is the most important question. Um, I have two dates at the moment, one is the 23rd of May and the other is the 6th Ooh. of June and that's weather dependent of course. Yep. Yep. I don't like to ride in the rain Yep. Because I think it's dangerous enough as it is, you know, and and my brakes on my bike, uh, uh, they're caliper brakes, they're not disc brakes, and they don't work when it's wet. Yeah, speaking of bikes, what are you using? <laughs> oh, it's a um, well. Uh, apparently, I'm, I, I can't say much about the brand. I can tell you it's an Australian carbon bike. And I can tell you, it uh, weighs about 8.2 kilos. Not as light as, it, you know, as some others out there oh, on the market. Yeah. But I, am I'm, st- I'm looking for, uh, for sponsors with, uh, you know, that can help out in that regard. The, the thing to remember is, is that it's, uh, it's very lightweight and, and, uh, and it, it, it's comfortable, yeah. That's yeah. good, that's good.
2: Uh, thanks, Stephen, for coming in and uh, telling us all about the fundraiser and for educating us about blood disorders. Um, good luck to everything, uh, for everything in the future and yeah, hope yep. the uh, fundraiser goes well. Well, thank you, guys. And I really appreciate the opportunity too. It's and been a very ride, good of you. And the yeah. ride, very oh, generous. We have a
7: tracking support. on
6: the ride, so we know where you're going. Yeah, you'll be able to find out. Um, we'll be, I can touch base with you later and give you all the details. That'd be great. So I, yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Right. And <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe you can we phone can in. Keep an eye on the website.
7: Maybe you can phone
2: in. Yeah. Maybe so can, where you are. Yeah. Absolutely. that would be great. Yeah. Exactly. And do a uh, another catch up after the well, ride. Well, I'd be very
6: happy to come back anytime. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, thanks for coming in. Uh, this has been the Community Show on swat Triple Nine. Coming up is uh, Adam uh, after one o'clock this afternoon. Forget his show name after one week. Uh, taking us out, here's Queen Bicycle Race bicycle on Swire Triple Nine. Thanks for listening. Bicycle.
1: I want to ride my bicycle. Bicycle.
3: Bicycle.
1: I want to ride my Bicycle. I I say white. You say bar. I say Bain. You say shark. I say him and George was never my scene. And I don't like Star Wars. You uh, say rose. I say right. Uh, you say God. Give me a choice.
3: Income tax Jesus I don't wanna be a candidate For being number one I all I wanna do is go.
7: If anything from the latest news or the last few songs we've
1: played, dot 9comau has you covered. Swatripple9, Sydney's West. Sydney's West. Sydney's West.
4: Sydney's
0: West just better at the Etta. Whether you're celebrating your 40th, your footy team, your family reunion or your 50th wedding anniversary, you'll find a function space to suit your style at the Etta Moga Hotel. Complete with delicious catering, hired props and a dedicated event planner to make sure your function goes off with a bang. Book your next event at the Etta Moga, Caliville Ridge's local first class function venue. Visit etamogahotel.com.au or call our dedicated functions team on 9629 1130. Station sponsor,
6: Toilet's blocked again.
0: Again?
6: That toilet's giving me the shonky toilet.
0: Call Emergency Plumbers on 1300 2 Drain. They're your locally owned plumbers, drainers, gas fitters and maintenance experts with a lifetime guarantee on installations. Emergency Plumbers are members of the Master Plumbers and HIA. They're cleaner, smarter, faster and guaranteed to call on approach. Need a plumber fast that you can trust? Call 1300 2 Drain before noon for same-day service. Station sponsor.
6: Power Cruise will rock Sydney Motorsport Park from the 20th to the 23rd of February with cruise sessions, power skids,
0: off-street
3: racing, burnout, show-and-shine, dyno, trade stores and more. Three full days on track.